play the corners hard and we'll see if good things will happen for us. Yep, we're back. Just dishing it. Episode 23. Unfortunately, my usual co-host, Mr. John Tudes Tudor, cannot be with us. He is getting tested for rabies due to the bat incident. I'm just kidding. He's fine. He is in good health. But he had a prior obligation. <laughs> we're, we're stacking up these interviews. We had to sneak sneak this one in. Derek, going selkie again today. How you doing, buddy? Just step in when needed, you know, just fill in that role. You know, that's <laughs> that's what I do, you know. But I'm uh, feeling good, you know. It's a good old uh, Tuesday afternoon here and uh, getting ready, f- clearing up the schedule and getting ready for a little vacation time. Yeah, so. a little vacation, a little business trip for you. More to yes. come on that. Yes, for sir. For sure. But to waste no further time, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest this week, Eric Sermonara. Eric. Oh, is he muted? Oh, yeah. No. What happened? Yo, yo, check, check. There we're, we we're just we, we are brutal right now <laughs> in this, uh, trying to set this thing up, man. Uh, we're brutal right now. We're here. What's going on, guys? How we doing? Good, doing good, doing good. So happy to have you finally on the show, man. It's been yeah, one I've definitely been targeting for a while. Um, I'm happy to be here. Great to fucking have you, dude. Um, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, like, I mean, let's jump right into it. How's the summer been? I see steak and whiskey Fridays are popping. Yeah, crazy. dude. Dude, summer's been, summer's been all right. But, uh, man, I don't know, man. I feel like it's going by too quick. And I think that the last summer kind of got everyone out of shape. I feel like no yeah. one's in shape this summer, you know. We're trying to go out and no one's really got the endurance to get through it. You know, we're almost done and people are already tapping out. All right. I know. I I feel that. I mean, like after uh, being limited to about midnight at the at going out, you know, it's kind of hard to go back to our usual usual swing. Definitely, dude. Like you need the training. It's like taking a year off and then stepping into a stepping into a fight after taking a year layoff. You know, you get that ring rust and you're fucked. But I don't know. Did rocked. you guys start this? I want to ask you this before we get there. Did you guys start this in the pandemic? The idea, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. The idea came about during the pandemic. We tossed it around even before that. But in a way, the pandemic was like we found out ways to do it virtually, which are like okay. cost efficient for right now while we grow the show and everything. And for we sure. found, you know, this platform allows us to bring pretty damn good quality too for everything so yeah yeah. it's definitely very covid friendly you know yeah and it also allows us to be able to you know interview people from like all over the place all over right yeah Yeah. like we had you know josh kessner from you know he was over in was he he was in finland at the time right yeah yeah he was in finland when we did that yeah so like that allows us to be able to do that which is kind of nice another nhl another hockey player too while he was on a road trip in edmonton playing for yeah, Vancouver, which was cool. Crazy. I tried to catch up and listen to him. I listened to the Adam one last week, and then the kid before that I listened to. The Adam one was really good, though. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. yeah, no, the Adam one was cool because yeah, sure. he's a mastermind. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of awesome tips from that, dude. Something like that. Yeah, he's a great dude. <laughs> he's amazing. But, um, yeah, and I mean, no script really here, buddy, but look, yeah, you, you brought up the ring rust. 
I'm I'm gonna use that as a springboard to talk about you know your kind of the jujitsu you know MMA yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Like, has that yeah. just been in your family since you were younger? It it definitely has been in my family. My older brother, uh, he was kind of the leader of the whole thing. He was a pretty successful wrestler. Made it up to like a, he was like a world class guy, like fighting for the Olympics. Um, dream got cut short a little bit. He lost. Uh, you muted. I don't know what happened. Oh, there yo, we go. Yo, yo, <laughs> you know, uh, but he was at the same level as like DC, Daniel Cormier. He's in the, in the UFC or he was in the UFC. Now he retired. I don't know how much you guys follow that, but he was a world-class kind of great commentator. Wrestler. And I, I think that, yeah, great commentator now, but I think that's what got me into it, you know? So uh, he ended up, my brother, he's married to um, the number two flyweight in the world. Her oh, name's wow. Caitlin Chukagian. Uh, she fought for the belt against Valentina. I don't know how deep you guys are into MMA, but I'm a huge fan. I have family in there, friends in there, and um, that definitely had an influence on it. But when I started jujitsu, it started from um, we went to that uh, what was it, the BMF title in uh, Madison Square Garden, and I'm watching these fights, Nate Diaz versus Masvidal. They're slugging it out, going at it, and I almost felt guilty watching it. Because I didn't know exactly like what they were going through, you know, like you see casual yeah. fans saying like, like it's so easy to just sit on your couch, drink a beer, and be like, do something, hit them, hit them, hit them. It's like, yeah. oh, man, like that's pretty ignorant to just say that and not have any knowledge of what they're doing. So I wanted to learn a little bit, and I had some wrestling experience in high school. So I'm like, man, I don't really want to get punched in the face, but I'd like to learn one aspect of it. So I right. chose jujitsu. I chose jujitsu, and I've loved it ever since like i got my blue belt not too long ago and i've been having some success in it man like i've taught some classes uh, i'm really cool with the he's actually my partner now the guy who owns the gym he's the guy who i'm throwing the event with we'll talk about that later but yeah, yeah. man that's really why i got into it yeah what are some of the like and i mean everyone that i feel like does jujitsu whether that's somebody is you know big as a joe rogan or any of these ufc mm -hmm. fighters right but even people you know, just regular guys, regular guys or gals or whoever. Right. They, I feel like the universal thing is you hear nothing but how beneficial it is to like, yeah, you know, obviously staying in shape, but also it seems huge on the mental side of stuff too. Yeah, How's that experience been for you? Definitely help my mental. Like at first you hear that so much. You're right. Like exactly what you said. You almost – when you first start, it's almost a placebo effect, I think, because all you ever hear is – it's so good for the mental, so good for the mental. So when you start it, I almost told myself that before I felt it. So I was doing it for like a few months and I was like, man, my mental feels so good. My mental feels so good. But I don't think I was even feeling it until recent. Like I've been doing it a little over a year now. Mm -hmm. And now I'm really getting the mental side of it, man. Like you just, you leave a session after you're sparring. Because you got to think of it like this. Jiu-Jitsu, there's two goals. You're either trying to snap one of the dude's limbs or choke the dude unconscious. So you really don't have much to stress about after that. You know, it's like a simulation of life or death for however long you're rolling. Now, when you're done, it's like, wow, man, like nothing else really matters. You know what I mean? Like you get that. I think everyone has that in them, like that primal whatever survival aggression. Yeah. And once you get that out of you, it's like, man, like you just see things different. Like you're at a traffic light and someone slams on the brake in front of you 
and you don't even have the energy to get mad about it or you're almost thinking like or it doesn't matter does it matter though like it really doesn't matter you know because at the end of the day like you just kind of fought for two hours where some grown man's trying to strangle you you know what i mean yeah no it's definitely relatable yeah, that's things in perspective yeah for sure how do you feel because i mean obviously the biggest thing for you um you know the music side for you you know mm-hmm. why we're having you on and everything but like sure. what what are some of the benefits you're seeing like in your for your creativity as far as writing music i feel like there's you gotta think, be like that too, right? as a correlation between the jujitsu and the music yeah like are you seeing like that good mental mm-hmm. state and everything like does that help your creativity do you think yeah i just kind of yeah, is there any correlation for you maybe it makes me like i said a little bit more relaxed like that last album coffee shop rap that was like way more relaxed. Yeah, thank Apple you bro. thank you thank you thank you i appreciate <laughs> that but i feel like just the name of it coffee shop rap like it's got like a zen feel to it just real relaxed mellow kind of less ego than my other stuff you know what i mean because yeah. that's another thing with jujitsu it definitely kills your ego like people with a huge ego, they're not going to survive in jujitsu because you need to lose so many times to get even kind of good at it. Yeah. You know, so if you're in there like wanting to win every time you go live, you're just going to quit in a, a day and you're not going to succeed in it. But I think that has something to do with it, deading the ego and just being more in tune with myself when I'm writing. And I think that comes from jujitsu. Now that I didn't even realize that until you just asked me that, <laughs> but that definitely has something to do with it. Deading the ego and just like not braggadocious and not like the typical rap. Cause you know, I don't know if I told you, but like, I hate even saying I'm a rapper because the negative connotations that go with it. If you say you're a rapper, it's like, oh, really? This dude's a rapper? Like, everyone's a rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just kind of got a bad taste or whatever. But it's what I love to do. But I don't know. I think that's kind of the correlation between the two. So what do you prefer to say? Are you like an artist, musician? Yeah, but even that's corny because everyone does that <laughs> now. They're like, they're like oh, I'm not a rapper anymore. They're like, oh, I'm not a rapper and I'm, I'm an artist. But that kind of is corny too now. So Bro, I feel really that just, was like the DJ producer thing too. Yeah, I, I, dude, you I definitely got to see it too. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, oh, you're a DJ, you're Paulie D. Like, no, dude, I just like to <laughs> DJ. You know what I mean? Right. Or if you say you're a rapper, it's the worst. Like, especially if you're working on like a nine to five job, and they somehow find out that you do. Ha- or have a creative outlet then it's over every day it's like yo rap for us bro rap or or do this for us or dj for it. you know what i mean it's or play, your, like, play your song or some shit yeah like play yeah. your song like it's not even like they're trying to be but it's so non-intentionally patronizing it really is it's fucking horrible i hate stuff like that so that's why i just say i make music just i make music man I mean, dude, yeah. you make you make damn good music, though. Again, can't I appreciate you, it, it's awesome. It's it's a fresh take, and it's just like you can, especially for me on coffee shop rap. You know, getting to know you a little bit and hearing like that side of it was really cool. Like it's it's just a different vibe. That's you know, when the music or rap scene, you, that stuff doesn't get pushed to the forefront right now. I feel like that more like mellow like storytelling like it seems very personal to you like you can tell you take that art very seriously for sure i i like when i write like how you're saying um i take it personal i want to be able to look back on my music always after a certain amount of time and 
it's almost like a mini time capsule or journal for me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, I remember exactly how I was feeling. Like, I'll hear a song I recorded so long ago. I'll be like, yo, I remember exactly how I was feeling. I remember the room I was in when I was writing that song because it's so authentic and I never want to lie in it. Because if you're lying, you're not going to remember if you're lying. But if yeah. you're telling the truth and you're authentic, you could almost bring those emotions back out of you just by hearing it. You're like more so like telling a story about your life rather than like yeah. just saying some bullshit on a piece of paper, like you know, like I got money, I got chains, kind of thing. You know, like yeah, exactly. You're yeah. like you're, you're actually like you know, pen to the paper, writing out like your emotions. You know, actual storytelling rather than just yeah. like just you know saying whatever whatever crap comes to mind. That's kind of just and, and then playing a hot beat behind it rather totally. than just rapping, right? Like there's more. There's more in-depth yeah, I never writing telling going on. Totally, dude. I always say I never want to just rhyme to rhyme. Like if I'm writing something and then I just throw in a random word that doesn't even make sense to rhyme, that's like my biggest pet peeve. And I could tell when anyone does that, no matter the genre. Like I could tell if they're just rhyming to rhyme. It's the worst. Because what's the point of that? Anyone can just rhyme words. But yeah. You want to create a feeling. More than like a storytelling than a ballad, like telling a complete story, just like a vibe. I like to create a vibe. Yeah. Like you listen to it and you know exactly where you should be listening to it and like create that environment without even being there. It's like more poetic than, you know, yeah. your typical hip hop. Uh, you know. I guess. Yeah. I'm, fuck it. I'm a poet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man. Ed, whatever works. Yeah, whatever. But no, yeah, exactly. it's. And again, the big that was the biggest takeaway for me on coffee shop rap was just how cohesive it was. Like that's like I feel that's like that's the biggest compliment. That's the biggest compliment ever. Cohesiveness is the best because that's exactly what I was going for. Because that was an album to me. Like when people yeah. like push people with all all of our like ADD we got going on. When people like you either see you like I feel like across any genre. I don't see someone release an album where everyone is looks back on it like, wow. Or like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's always like, oh, this album makes no sense, which they might be right because maybe artists feel that pressure to, you know, throw a little bit of everything in there just to kind of right. showcase their whole repertoire, if you will. Or mm -hmm. they do a cohesive album and they're just like, oh, this is boring. This isn't your style. Or just like, this isn't yeah. what I was expecting. It's that like, tug of war is you as an artist with like the listeners for sure fans, i feel like for sure it, it, a lot of times people just put out like a playlist nowadays you know yeah and it's like mm -hmm. yeah they're good songs but sometimes you got to put out a project so it's like everything is packed an album is how it's packaged you know like you put mm -hmm. out the merch like i put out the merch with it and like i went as far as to make it black and brown hoodies so it like looks like coffee and the coffee shop hoodies and how you like promote it and just the videos and it all goes together. That's it. Like, it's fine to just put out a playlist, but it gets weird when you start calling it an album. And you're right though. There's not a lot of albums. In it. Like, yeah. I feel like most albums now are like mixtapes in a way. Mixed more tapes, like mixtapes. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. And of you're the just like grabbing album. like basically like whatever producer is hot that you can, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they, it's just like a bunch of different types of, beats and everything there's no yeah. like beginning middle end kind of thing to it totally there's totally. one I for you yeah i think this is one right here yeah three years ago today basically What's yeah. That? Yeah. i i'm gonna be honest so, if you're showing something you guys have been frozen 
Eric, I got a swimming Mac Miller t-shirt on. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I love well, it. We, we, can, we can see you perfectly. So you're, you're well, good. we're here for it. Yeah. Whatever. But, <laughs> dude, uh, I've just been staring at myself the whole time. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, dude, Mac was so dope, man. You guys like Mac a lot. I love him. Yeah. Oh, Always yeah. love him yeah. from the very from, right, right from the first time I heard kids, I was like, "This is this is the guy." I kind yeah, of so, so for me, I I didn't like really like him a ton at first because he was like the popular like guy, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't like being you know a follower, like you know, especially mm-hmm. with music kind of thing. I'm but the then, same way. But then he put out. Um, I remember it specifically. He put out watching movies with the sound off, and Ooh, that's when it like yeah. clicked for me. Uh, and that's when everyone was like, "Not nah, Mac Miller's whack." Yeah, because like, that's no, when this, is, yeah. like, like, this yeah. is the good stuff. And then he put out yeah. Faces, and then everyone yeah. was like, "This is terrible." I was like, "Faces is one of the best projects that he's ever put out," and yeah. it's so weird and it's so oh, dark, man. but it's so good. Definitely, I got into Mac. I don't think I, I didn't become a fan, but when when did he drop Loud? That was real early. Like the yeah, probably like 2015 yeah. or no, and, and, even before that. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I saying? Yeah, like, probably like 15, 2012, probably. Even. Yeah, 15 was I think uh, the one with Action Bronson with the red cover, and he's like sitting there with the yeah, watching uh, yeah. watching movies with yeah. the sound off. That was actually even like I think 2014 or something. 14, yeah, yeah maybe when like yeah, that was good. Loud is what put, put me onto him. I think something like that. But I agree. The one with the red album, I think it's watching movies, whatever that is. <laughs> that yeah. one is very good. That's a good album. That's the one with uh, Action Bronson. I forget the name of the song. So I'm bad with names. But uh, uh, red, red Dot. Can you guys music. hear that plane? Can you hear that plane? Just slightly. Yeah, slightly. It's not like drowning everything out. I feel no. like I'm like in a war right now. Just yeah. drowned it out. But no, uh, yeah, that was a really good album. But I feel the same way, and it's almost fucked up. I. I'm trying to be transparent here. It's like fucked up to say, but I don't know why, but do you guys agree with this? When someone, I'm not talking about Mac, but when like a rapper is gone, you almost enjoy their music more. I don't know what that is. I you know what know I think what it is? is? Because you know you're, even if you get some like post-humanist stuff or whatever, Yeah, it's very limited. You're, this it, is you're the not last, getting, yeah, yeah, you're not, not getting more. Of it. You might appreciate it a little more. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you don't know what you yeah, got Yeah, but once it's gone, it's like, fuck, this is so good. But when it wasn't there, like, I look back and I might, I may or may not have tweeted some things like, Mac Miller sucks. But now I'm like, I love Mac Miller. Why would I tweet that? I was a young kid, but still. Yeah. Like, no, I appreciate it more when he's gone. That's so weird. I think it's the appreciation. Maybe it just means gone. Yeah. I don't know. Or it's like, kind of yeah. doing, he was doing stuff different. Like, he, like, for me, like when I heard like the the remixed beats he was using on kids, I was like, "This is me! Like this is my yeah, this is this is awesome! Like this these are like classic rock songs." And he's like chopped them up and flipped the beats, and he's rapping on them. Like that's so sick. And but at the same time, not to cut you off, Benny, but at the same oh, time, you're like you're talking about the classic rock, he would get down with like some gritty hip hop dudes, like Ab Soul, Schoolboy Q, yeah. like. Vince Staples, like all real hip hop dudes, like respected Mac because they knew, like yeah. Earl Sweatshirt. It just, I don't know, like he was cool with that circle. 
and uh, at the same time mainstream. It was super cool. Did you ever hear that song? I think it was on uh, Mac and Cheese Three. Were you guys into mixtapes? When yeah, they oh, were yeah. really mixtapes like Dat Piff. Yeah, I, I used yeah. to scroll Dat Piff, and um, oh yeah. So there was a. I used to use a website called This Song Is Sick. That's yep. where I found a lot of really good stuff, and yeah. uh, Digital Dripped was another one too. Digital was, Dripped. I've actually that never was, heard of those, but there was probably some pretty sick songs on this song. Was sick. Yeah. Oh yeah. There. That's. Movie. I found Childish Gambino there, like oh, before he movie. was like really big. I saw Childish Gambino at like Town Ballroom. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. He had a moment, man. Childish yeah. was like the biggest rapper ever for a yeah. summer. Yeah, or whenever that was. What year was that? 2013, 2012? Right around there. Uh, yeah. A little bit later, like 2014, 2015, right okay, around Because okay. 12 yeah. was Chief Keef. For, for, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Chief Keef in all of Chicago, 2012. 13. Gucci Mane, too. Gucci, Gucci Mane, I feel Gucci might have been earlier. Gucci might have been earlier. Than he that. had a kind of consistency for a little while yeah. that he was just up there. But yeah. Probably a little earlier too. Yeah, he might have been earlier. Uh, and then I think fourteen was Schoolboy. I might be fucking these up, but uh, Schoolboy had a had a solid moment too. Yeah, he had a moment, man. But, but even so, that's yeah. even that's just how you remember it, though. Like that's that's, how you that's, it. Yeah. that's just about that's what the art's about. Yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, it, it, Mac was dope, though. Back to Mac. Mac, Mac was dope. Yeah. And he definitely like there's some influence on him when I made that album for sure. Yeah, I like 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 that album cover kind of reminds me like that coffee shop rap kind of reminds me of like that album cover reminds me a little bit of like the swimming album cover, you know, more recent. A little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, sure. like uh, I don't know. I love that just like like low low light look to it and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Adam actually did that cover. He yeah, I, re- I remember him uh, posting yeah. about that. Yeah, I remember seeing that while I was getting like edited and everything. I was like, yes, yeah, that's, that, that's yeah, that was it. Sweet. It was perfect. He just perfect encompassed the whole vision of the album. Yeah, that um, I really liked that music video too. Of like how you were like walking through the studio too. Like, dude, that was so fun. Benny was at that. Yeah. Dude. Yo. <laughs> Oh my god! First bro. extra, so first extra appearance. What's up? Right. It was just like it was like so Man. casual, but it was like so cool. Like just yeah. relax because I, the whole idea of that video is I hate standing in front of a camera. This is like my one of my least favorite things ever in doing rapper hands, bro. I don't have rapper hands, <laughs> and just I wanted it to be all just, just like start shots. throwing actual hands, you know. Right, right. I just, hate, I just hate that. And I wanted to be all candid shots, just having fun, playing beer pong, but a photo shoot at the same time. So it's like you're working, but having fun at the same time. And it was definitely fun. I got a little bit too drunk. And a funny story about that night. Um, we got a hotel in the city because a friend of mine, going back to UFC, a friend of mine was fighting that night in the UFC. Huge fight. He was like, number 12 in the world fighting against number I think it was like nine number nine in the world I could be wrong off a few numbers but he was fighting that night yeah Yeah, he was fighting that night and we needed to see this fight because he was walking out to one of my songs for the first time I've never had anyone do that he was about to walk out to one of my songs so I'm like all right I need to leave this video left my own video shoot 
early, left Zay Weeks, he was the one featuring on the song, left him to finish his stuff, went back to the hotel, and I'm fucked up right now, man. I, I'm, I Should I not be cussing on this? No, you're nah, good. Let it fly. Okay, so we go, yeah, so we go uh, back to the room, and we're trying to get this remote to work, and I'm with my girlfriend, I'm trying to get it to work, trying to get it to work, and dude, it's not working, and I'm on Reddit, someone sent me like a Reddit stream or whatever like that, whatever it's called, and I'm like looking at the comments, I can't see the fight, but I'm looking at the comments, and it's like, oh man, his name's Gregor, my buddy is like, Gregor's getting fucked up right now, he's about to get finished, and I'm just watching, already missed my song for the first time, like a huge deal to me. That's like a huge deal. I wrote yeah. this song like when I was like 17 and now it's getting used in the UFC. So I'm scrolling, scrolling, seeing all this shit. Can't get it to work. Grab the remote, fucking throw it at the wall. The remote explodes. The concierge or whatever you call it in the lobby hears it, comes up. It's like, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like punching holes in the wall. My knuckles are all bloody. I'm just losing my mind. So pissed and pretty much blackout drunk. So I keep reading it, and then the comments start changing. They're like, how is he coming back? How is he coming back? Long story short, he ends up winning. It makes me a little happier, but I missed the song coming out. I punched a hole in the wall, hurt my knuckle, and broke the remote, and got charged for the room and didn't even stay there. So it, it, it was just a shitty end to the day. We had, like, bottle service somewhere in Buffalo. Didn't end up going out. Got burned for that. But, yeah, that's what happened that day, Benny, after we left that shoot. <laughs> that took a serious turn. It, yeah, it was looking good while I left that stuff. It was looking great. It had potential to be a great night. <laughs> oh, man. Well, at but, least the video uh, came out great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the video, video came out man. great. And he ended up winning. So Yeah. Yeah. And he still came out to your song, even though you didn't get to hear and it. You, I'm sure you found it later, though, right? Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Like, he came out to me, and his opponent came out to Little Wayne. And it was just weird seeing, like, our names <laughs> next to each other. It's like, bro, that's fucking crazy. Like, that is. You know, you, you know that's pretty sweet. That was yeah. cool. So, I mean, to just to circle back, because I know, you know, with the music thing, what's kind of like – this is one thing I definitely wanted to ask. What's kind of like your creative writing process? Do you have like tricks or sort of things or like a certain time of day that you like to do? Like, do you like, would you even want to share your process? Do you have like a set? Yeah, no, for there? sure, dude. Um, not like, not to be corny, but like the last one was obviously like I was drinking a lot of coffee and like that's how I was writing it. Like actually being in coffee shops and drinking coffee then just relaxing. Cause you know how you feel when like you get a little caffeine, like you're awake, you're more focused. You're, yeah. you're able to write. I think that was my last one. That had a lot to do with it. Um, but honestly, man, it just it just comes or it doesn't. Like right now, it's just not coming. I just uh, I was telling someone this the other day. Like when I was writing that album, um, I pretty much finished writing it in two months. Just when the juices are flowing and everything's you're in that creative space and you're just writing. I like to bang out as many songs as I can. Like I probably, I probably recorded the album, and then after that, I was still in that space, and I just kept going. I got like ten more songs out of that juice, just like squeezing the squeezing the fruit as much as it can until all the juice is gone, and then it's done. Like right now, it's done for a minute, but yeah, I still have all the songs. You're in hibernation and, right now. Yeah, hibernation, just because you can't force it. Yeah, you know, once you start forcing it, I always say the best songs are written in like twenty minutes. 
So, yeah. so you're not thinking. The more you think about it, the more you're going to end up subconsciously faking it. Like so straight, off, it. straight off the dome, basically. Yeah. I mean, definitely not freestyling, definitely writing, but just it's pouring out of you. You want it to just floodgates are open and everything's just pouring out of you. Um, you're not overanalyzing. Yeah, not overanalyzing. So not there's not like not. a... Yeah, there's not like a thing like, oh, I wake up, I uh, brush my teeth, I do jumping jacks, and then I write. Like, it's not like that. It's just either if it's there or it's not there, you know? Do you, are you someone that likes to, do you type it out or do you handwrite? Uh, just on my, on my phone, just type it out. Oh, okay. Notes. Yeah, cool. dude, I tried, like, you know, like, it always seems better aesthetically and even just, like, looks cooler, like, if you're, like, Eminem with, like, a notebook full of <laughs> scribbles but i just can never do that my fucking arm gets so tired dude. yeah yeah especially if you're trying to pump out like you know 10 songs in like yeah, a couple of man. hours obviously yeah. carpal tunnels it's right tough. yeah what what is something what do you find is like a, some of your biggest sources of inspiration like do you is there, I don't know, do you like i don't know is it nature do you yeah like what do you do you have any insight on that yeah, like, uh, biggest inspiration. Like, if I hear a really good song, I think that'll do it. Yeah. If I hear a really good song, that'll be like, man, like, that was really cool. I think I want to do something like that. Or just strong, strong emotions, whether it's really sad, really happy, really in love. You had a night out that you really cared about. Like, yeah. that, uh, like, when I'm writing about my girlfriend, that those are the easiest songs to make. Yeah, you know I mean, because that's like a pretty strong emotion. So yeah. flowing off that, those are the easiest songs to make because I could make songs about that all all day. Just, you know. Do you ever have like a like you said like after like a night out? Do you ever have like like how you said like you know what happened after the music video? Do you have like a song or any instances point. where where you like you literally just like you like come home and then you sit down like right away and you're like, I got to like write a song about this kind of thing. Like, have you ever oh, had that? Or is it kind of just like, it kind of just fuels the fire kind of thing. Maybe like over time, I think built up. Cause I, I tend to hold on to things and harbor them and just let them kill me on the inside for a long time as any healthy man should. <laughs> and then I just let it flood out all at once and create something with it. Okay. I just stack it up until the water's overflowing. I didn't know if you needed to like get it off your head, like fresh off the, you know, like no, no, off, not really. the, off the experience kind of thing. Like I got to sit not down really. and do this right away. Like get it all out. No, yeah. Not really. No. Yeah. It's so interesting, especially early on for me when I first like, starting to do like even just like basic edits or flips of songs for like when i make mixes or something right and i'll be yeah. my any ideas for that stuff i have they come when i have no access to my laptop i can't just do it so over time some of the like text messages i send myself it's just pretty much if you go to like my phone number in my phone it, it's just all like names you of text songs. yourself ideas yep so I don't, because I'm like, I'm going to forget this. I know I'm going to forget this. And so I just pull it up, ba -doop, ba -doop, there, at least it's somewhere. It's smart to put it in your text messages because I feel like it gets lost in the notes section. It definitely gets lost in the notes, dude. It definitely it's gets just lost. It's not an app that you're normally pulling up unless, like, you yeah. actively, like, make it a part of your, like, daily yeah. routine. Unless you write, like, have a note section and say, call it, like, I don't know, ideas. And then there's, right. like, a, search, there's a search bar. Then if you type in that, then it'll all come up. I've done that before. 
Right. Ben, you do EDM DJing, right? Like strictly EDM? No, that's a very that's a common misconception. <laughs> I think because most of like like I like energetic, like I like the idea of drops. Like they're really cool. They they produce a cool vibe to me. But even like if you hear one of my mixes, you're gonna hear like hip hop, trap, um, classic. Well, that's rock funny. I've never heard myself in one of your mixes. Well, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. (laughs) No, because I've only done like something that I could use for you is like when I do like kind of like a lo-fi, more like a beat tape sort of thing. I'm I'm totally kidding, but no, No, I know what you mean though. Yeah, but either way, it's something where I don't know. I it's it ends up feeling like an electronic sort of vibe because I feel like that's a good. It's almost for me like that's where you can blend all of these different things that influence you or that you like. Like I grew up listening to classic rock or like Johnny Cash or just like like so yeah, many Johnny different Cash things. And then as I got older, like I heard Avicii the first time. I heard Skrillex. I heard the Chainsmokers. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. But there's also these like familiar. Uh, this is cool and new, but there's these familiar elements to it. And I'm very yeah. much like I like blending shit together. Like have you ever blended world? Have you ever blended EDM with Johnny Cash? I, I need to hear it. If so, wow. I I I personally haven't. I I got some some amigos that definitely do crazy edits like that. But I've got I think one of the cooler ones. I can't even remember. There's so many that I that I forget. But yeah, yeah. That's a, Dude, that's something I'll write down. Yeah, to figure Dude, out. Dude, write do that, that down now, because that'd be I What song off the top right now? What song would you do if you had to pick one Johnny Cash song to? Full from Blues. Okay, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's it's got sweet. that. I think it would fit because it's a little more up tempo. Like yeah. if you want yeah, it gives you a little more creative freedom on that. But you should do it, dude. Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire could work. I got in trouble one time because I, and I'm not, I'll explain this, but I got in trouble one time because I was at rec room and I might've had too much to drink. And the night of, or the morning after, I think it was as I was in the club, I texted, um, or I tweeted or something. I said, uh, man, DJs love to fuck up a good song. And you have to admit, as a DJ, when you're listening to, like, a really good hip-hop song, like, everyone's vibing, and then they throw an EDM mix, like, it, but it didn't warrant an EDM mix. Does that make sense? Does that piss yeah, you off? Yeah, because it's forced. It's forced. Yeah, I don't I like when I hear that. Song. Because what yeah. they'll, they'll do is when you, most of the time when you hear that, it's somebody trying to be, like, a DJ AM mm-hmm. where they're sick with mashups live, and you're just not. Yeah. This like, that person takes a lot of practice. It takes a dude, lot of practice. It was so bad. It was like, it, we'll call the song. It probably wasn't, but it was like sicko mode. So that doesn't need an EDM mix because the drop is so heavy. Yeah. you know, well, like when that, I could show you probably 16 sicko mode edits where if I played them and you right. were in a nightclub, get, you know, crazy. One, you'd be like, okay, okay. Like, right, right, right. Like, or it's super so for right. me. For for my for my taste, what I would do to blend that is somebody knowing like, all right, my audience might like just like play sicko mode, but I kind of want to show my taste in my ear. I'll just play yeah. Skrillex's remix 
because it's okay. Like, I like, like you that. hear Skrillex's remix, you're like, oh, it's probably dubstep, and it's like, no, it's yeah. not. It's it's that's <laughs> it's like it's. I more get what trap. you're saying there. You know. What so I mean? you're saying if you're in a club full of people, you want to show them. I'm trying to get in an EDM's because I told you like. I didn't finish that story. Like the next morning, the club manager and a few people like DM me like, bro, like we've took care of you. Why are you tweeting about my club? I had to apologize for this yeah. on social media. <laughs> so I'm trying to get inside the DJ's head. So you're trying to show your set of skills, basically. I'm taking what you're paying me to do is DJ, right? In a way, it's exactly mm-hmm. what you're paying me to do. So yes. I'm going to take what... I my ear what sounds cool to me and I okay. challenge myself to grab that mainstream that makes, like yeah. people out at clubs and I want to I want to bring you to my side of the sand a little bit closer okay. to it to where people just hear uh, like like when people like those people that'll say like EDM music or like you hear people say it like that like the, the word I might I might have said that a few times but even if you did I don't care <laughs> yeah. but it's like those are I'm just saying that as an example those are the people that I want to see oh it's not just like yeah Martin Garrick's like jump up like there's actual like orchestral components to writing this like making this music for sure no a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah it's it's just fun i don't know it's it's sweet dude i've seen one of your sets dude like you're dope and you used to i don't know if you still do you might but at the beginning of quarantine i think you called it a quarantine mix and i've listened to a few of those yeah they're sweet they're sweet dude i've i've got a few that i'm working on that i'm i want to do like all different like all of my favorite kind of vibes that i plan on like i'll put them out one by one but yeah. yeah, for a long time, like you were saying with, with your, like, I'll get real juiced up and I'll make a bunch, but then mm-hmm. I'll like, I'll listen to them back and I'll like, I don't really like it. This is what I want to change. It's a constant evolution and changing in a lot of ways, but yeah. I am I do have a, at least like four of them, like four different styles that at some point coming down the line here, I want to release them. Yeah, I don't man. think it'll be in the quarantine series if you will like i want to try to think of something new like yeah, kind of show that that sound or that all those different sounds and styles that i like but yeah. enough about me let's talk no, about man, I, it we're, we're just vibing we're just talking, i know, man. You know <laughs> we're 40 minutes in almost and i have you know what, you know i used to you know why wait what was it i said we're almost 40 minutes in, and i haven't brought For up sure. in motion Definitely. You know, I used to do a podcast, Benny. I used I to do, do a podcast. We So it's like a yin and yang. Because I don't like when people just come on and give one word answers, just lean back, giving one word answers. Like it's a give and take. I, I, sure. you know, I want to know how you're doing, how Derek's doing. But Man. Art in Motion is going to be the biggest event of the summer at Rapids Theater, August 22nd. Live jujitsu fights, live judo fights, live music, vendors giveaways food trucks outside fully stock bar and i think that there hasn't been something like this in buffalo ever or anywhere where has this been i, you know this I was gonna say you just like, yeah, it's, it's listed so a bunch cool. of different things it's Dude, all it's over gonna be so sweet. i love it Dude, i'm, gonna be I'm so annoyed sweet. that i won't be able to to get that i'm mad too man i wanted you guys to pop up do a justician uh pop up sell some shit that would have been sweet yeah. next time, next one next one next one next one but uh yeah dude i'm really excited about it i just wanted it to be me and my partner antonio smith we wanted it to be so people walk in and are just like what is going on like just eyes everywhere there's people getting choked out here there's 
rappers, there's singers, there's bands, there's people selling their art. I even reached out to a tattoo artist. I wanted to have a tattoo artist there just tattooing someone or just like tattooing someone's face, like in the middle of this thing, just crazy stuff, just insane. That's what I wanted it to be. Just like have people's minds in a pretzel. But I think it'd be fun. I think it's going to be really cool. I I mean, what kind of... Like where where did this idea come from? Like, is it just like I like all this stuff? Like, let's try to make a cool um, event for the city. Like, pretty much, yeah. I used to uh, before COVID, I was throwing events. Like, I threw a few events, and I was kind of getting my feet wet. Mm-hmm. But um, after COVID, I built a relationship with um, the owner of the jujitsu gym, and we became kind of partner business partners. And we wanted to throw this event. And he's a black belt in jujitsu, has all the connections. I have decent connections in music. So we're like, dude, let's go half on this event, get the venue. You book the athletes, I'll book the artists, and we'll make it work. And it's going really smooth, man. Like, it's been, I've had a lot of business partners in the past that like have been the worst, but this dude's a great guy. I trust him 100%. And like, it's really going great. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see what was to see what comes of that. But Hell yeah. you know, I mean, I'm trying, Derek. What do you got? You got any questions? I'm just there? like, <laughs> like Derek. How are you, buddy? We haven't even met before. I'm. I know. I'm. I'm good. You know. I've been. I've been editing. You know, fucking like crazy lately. I've been editing, filming, and yeah. stuff. You know. But so what um, do you do? Are you? You're just. And this might be. A, you guys are all. You're just dishing too, right? Yeah, like yeah. So I, I do. Uh, yeah, I'm usually the one behind the camera whenever Nick's not. Okay. So, yeah, that's okay. usually me. But um, yeah, I've been Ooh. doing a lot of like a lot. I've been working a lot with them with skate skins and stuff. We've uh, been doing a lot of uh, a lot of the marketing and shit. Um, just had a uh, a video crack a million on TikTok. What? The, what, TikTok what video? Yeah. What video? What is it? Skate skins? Because that thing yeah. is genius. Yeah, yeah. So we've been just like kind of just chipping away at them like we've been going to events and stuff and filming and you know left and right and it's just been steady i think we're on like almost five million views on the hashtag of skate skins or something like that yeah so it's just did been you a- guys go did you guys go to shark tank for that idea i was telling i forget i think i was talking to <laughs> may have been my dad i was like yo i know these kids look at what they made he was like dude that idea is crazy like why aren't they on shark tank did you i think i think the application's been in there i don't handle most of that side of things but i think it's i think it's been tossed out there i mean you kind of i feel like once you got a product like that you kind of have to you know yeah it's just it's something to think think about for sure but the biggest thing right now is like the for me i i think you know and i know not to speak for Maddie, obviously this is something he's worked so hard for. Right. Bro, he, he used to send me pictures like on a NV two, like I would get them in school of him, like drawn like the original, like the Jordan ones on right. ice skates. Like this has been Wait, something. How old was he? This was probably like our. This was like high school, college. Like with like oh, just man. he always had this idea and just. It, it couldn't get put together. Like, even if you look at some of the prototypes before how it looks now, like we had it as like a full sleeve around the skate, just couldn't yeah. quite get it. And then in a weird way, quarantine helped because Matt had this time to really hone in each day to like hammer away at making this idea come to life and like 
better and practical. And that's where yeah. you're seeing now, like we're by no means happy with the process, but like the progress has been amazing. The, you know, the support we've gotten on it so far is out of this world. Dude, it's, it's great, man. Did you guys doubt him at first a lot or no? Not I, like, I'm not hating on it, but like, be like, eh, I don't know if this will work for me. When I saw the when we were still trying to get the sleeve part right, I was like, I don't know how we're gonna do this. But the, yeah. as soon as we started seeing the shape, now I was like, that's it. Like this, yeah, it's, going. it's here we go. But yeah, no, I, idea. I'm not gonna call Nick out, but I'm gonna call Nick out. I remember he was a, he, he was always one I thought was gonna be tough to convince. You know, he played a higher level yeah. like junior hockey in college, so you know. That's kind of the where you want to get people at that level, but now well, we got OHL guys now, so you yeah, know. exactly. It, and you guys all played some hockey, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty good, or what? Betty, do you have a Canadian accent? Is that what I'm hearing? Are you are you Canadian? <laughs> Everybody, I hope I don't want to sound like that. I just do. I guess. <laughs> so you, so you're not Canadian, and you not talk at all the way you talk because you talk very Canadian. <laughs> That's amazing. like Nova Scotian <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> Uh, nah, dude. He just I, hangs out in the locker room way too I've much. Been, I've been yeah, around. Probably, probably, I've spent a lot of time up in Canada playing. Like, that makes so much sense up there. But no, I, I really don't know what it is. It, I just did it again with no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now he plays it out. I'm hearing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel so like, what, I feel like too, even if you go down to like, I don't know, if when you travel, I feel like. Anywhere I go outside of Western New York, people think I'm Canadian. Yeah. Even if I'm like in New York City, like I've, I mean, you're from Canada. Like I've had a couple times that. No. no. I, dude, I mean, I, I just thought so. I, I thought you guys were all going to say, yeah, I'm from Canada too. But amazing. Yeah. Now we're all from, we're all from Western New York, man. Me and Matt grew up originally in like the Albion area. Um, and he was more of like then eventually we you know a lot of us like our friends moved uh then it was batavia for maddie and his family somewhat you know going to school batavia high school there at notre dame i ended up moving to brockport Who went to notre dame matt did he went to notre dame high school in batavia oh i thought i thought you said college no that always happens that always happens yeah, there's, that a- there's a lot of notre dame high schools i've found out too like outside, of, like I always knew the one in Batavia, and then the, obviously the university. There's another one right. like in Utica, also. Right. Yeah, that'd be really cool if you're like talking to a girl at the bar. You can be like, "Yeah, I went to Notre Dame, graduated from Notre Dame." It's like really, you're like, "Yeah, I swear to God." <laughs> like you could like go with it, and not even be lying. Like you yeah. went to Notre Dame, you graduated from Notre Dame. You just yeah. don't say what you want. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a little flex. Where you- did you guys go to college? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you around here? Did you just say that? UB. UB. You both went to UB? No, I, I went to uh, – I did a couple of years in junior college at GCC, play a little lacrosse, okay. and then um, Love it. I went to – I transferred to Brockport after that and then uh, hung everything up, retired, started focusing more I, on the dish and stuff. Love it. I think that uh, lacrosse is – it kind of goes hand-in-hand with hockey. I think a lot of lacrosse guys play hockey and vice versa. Is that true or no? Uh, for me, I don't I know. Be wrong. Like, so here, how's it was for at my high school? You know, I was mm-hmm. one of the better players on my high school team, so that tells you we weren't very good. Let's light, just light flex, light flex, light flex. We'll clear the air. <laughs> we weren't very good, but right. 
a lot of and that's because a lot of our team, like a lot of the schools in the Rochester area, it's like how hockey is for me and Derek. Like we're playing since we're really little. But a lot yeah. of these schools for lacrosse, that's what they're doing. They're playing since they were really little. Where most of us, it was oh, hockey season's over, soccer season's over. Let's do something in the spring to stay in shape. That's essentially what lacrosse okay. was. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That I, yeah, that makes sense. So it was kind of like that. Yeah. The hockey players played lacrosse to stay in shape. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a slap in the face of lacrosse. I bet you they're not happy about that. Like the <laughs> true blood lacrosse players. But in a way, though, you know how many kids probably picked up and realized how much they love the game because of that? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really true. cool. That's, I mean, that's yeah. just from my experience. That's what happened to me. I was like, wow. Because that'll yeah, tell you, that, too, I played hockey my whole life, but I ended up playing lacrosse in college. Yeah, that makes sense. So That's fucking awesome. Damn, lacrosse in college, that's, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, junior college was really fun, man. That was, I wish I could have stayed there all four years. The team I had was amazing. We had a lot of fun and real competitive, too. Because there's you get a lot of people like me who are like you know good athletes, but yeah, didn't really focus in high school, right? So you don't have the big schools, been there, done that, my friend. Yeah, yeah, Eric. I mean, I did. You, you, this one will take yeah, you. I yeah. played. I mean, I played college volleyball, so that that one's you even more volleyball. out there. Dude, yeah. volleyball is an Olympic sport like three times, I think. And what I mean by that is there's sand volleyball and regular volleyball, and I, there might be two person volleyball and single. I don't know. I it's just wrong, yeah, just the yeah. There's beach, just beach and regular. But yeah, no, it's an awesome sport. It's really that, fun. Dude, it's apparently, apparently it's so awesome of a sport that they have two different surfaces they play on. That's yeah. incredible. It's well, it's incredible. Like, and, and they're completely different like sports in itself too. Like yeah, play, like it's are. the same sport, but like it's a completely different vibe for both of them. It's like ice hockey versus guys, roller hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very have different. Have you guys been watching any of the Olympics? Dude, I love team handball, bro. Like, <laughs> it brings me back to PE, dude. Like, yeah. just lighten people yeah, up. Handball is crazy. Handball is pretty yeah. sweet. I think my favorite one is, uh, honestly, well, I mean, obviously wrestling. Jiu-jitsu should be in the Olympics. That's crazy. It's not. It's not. I, surprised, I thought it was. I know. I thought it was, too. Crazy. I'm new to the game. I thought it was, but it's not. Judo is. And oh, that's is. what it is. Okay, it's oh, judo. Um, yeah, judo is similar but a little different. But yeah. dude, table tennis, ping pong. Oh, oh that is crazy to watch. Badminton. Really is. Badminton's pretty crazy too. Those guys get into um, it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And then like this they year. added some like really crazy like newer events too this year. Like skateboarding got added, and then skateboarding. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else? They had three on three basketball. Like that's. I don't get that. I don't understand that. that. Was How... That makes more sense than the one that doesn't have the backboard. You guys Wait, seen that that's in there too? Yeah. There's a. Ba- I forget the name of it, but there it's like basketball, but there's no backboard. It's just the basket. Dude, wait. So in three. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, no, no. Do they choose from the NBA? Is that how that works, or is it I don't just think people? So. Really... I, I don't think it was that. No, I think there's leagues yeah. now. I think there's legit like pro leagues yeah. around, like because like three on three. Same thing. Like like there's soccer, but the uh, mm-hmm. the like soccer, you're only allowed to be like 18 years old or something like that. Oh, no shit. So like all the guys that play in like the national teams like don't actually play for the Olympic teams yeah that's so it's 
Olympics is so because weird. of the World Cup. I think that's why. Why there's certain eligibility things because I know there's a dude on Brazil because I think Brazil and Spain are playing for the gold medal. There's a kid on Spain who's like 18, but he's supposed to be the next like David Beckham. Like he's oh, incredible. Sure. But then yeah. there's a dude on Brazil who's like their one of their fullbacks, Danny Alves. He's been around forever. Legendary oh, player. Oh, there is allowed one, like, I think it's a veteran yeah, like, status or something you're allowed to be in. Yeah, bro, he's like 38, oh, and he's played every minute of every game Wow, in the Olympics. Damn. Look, I want to – there's there's something I've always wanted to ask you. I just want to make sure we yeah. get it in before we run out of time here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Favorite song you've ever written and why? I know I put you on the spot, but um, I always find it interesting to ask creatives like musicians and stuff this question. Um, I think don't either, take don't take favorite too literally either. Like one that like yeah. maybe you're, you're most proud of or something. Proud of, yeah, yeah. Um, I think "Don't Go Into Work" is probably the one I'm most proud of. I think is the way I wrote the hook and just everything in the lyrics. I think it told a really true story and I really felt exactly what I was saying in that song. I think I'm really proud of that one. I don't think I sounded good. I don't think my voice sounded that great on that song, but the lyrics were very special and it definitely um, resonated at least to me a lot. I like the way that one sounded, but the most fun one was uh, one time. That was my, I had the most fun oh. recording that, recording that and shooting the music video. Everything about that song, I just love one time. That's awesome. We got a little bonus yeah. answer there, Derek. Look at that. Yeah. First and second. Beautiful. All right. And another one, too. Let's hear it. Honor of Steak and Whiskey Friday. Favorite whiskey right now. What do you got? Favorite whiskey right now. So it's not, I, off the top of my head, it's like I'm almost embarrassed to say it because like people expect me to say something like uh, Pappy Van Winkle or this aged crazy stuff. But if I'm going to the liquor store right now, I just want to pour up a glass of whiskey and drink it. It's a Jameson cold brew. It's huh. just so good. Not just Jameson, Jameson cold brew. All right. right. You guys ever had like that? Coffee flavored? It's a coffee flavored whiskey and it's very good. Very that sounds good. Right. Is there actual coffee like like is this might be a dumb question? Is that actual coffee in it, like caffeine no, too? That's not a dumb question. I don't know. I don't know. There could <laughs> be. <laughs> yeah. I mean maybe that'd be awesome if it wakes you up too. That'd be cool. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. Well look, man. This has been such a pleasure. I'm really glad For we sure, dude. This. we'll definitely have you on again, but make sure you before we you know end the recording here, make sure you plug art in motion. Your own socials Absolutely. where people follow you, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. I'm, I'm thought you were going to say before we're out, uh, I just want you to kick a freestyle right now. I'd be like, ah, I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I will use that. No, no, no. Um, so, Art in Motion, August 22nd, biggest event of the summer, live jujitsu, live judo, live music, artists selling their art. What else we got? Food trucks, uh, fully stocked bar, everything there. Ticket link in my bio. And uh, my social media is just Eric Shermanara, E-R-I-C-C-E-R-M-I-N-A-R-A. -E um, and that's pretty much all I got to plug. Thank you for having me on, guys.
We'll do it again, man. Oh, yeah, thank That's you, Eric. Sure. This one flew by. Have a Later, great man. week, man. We'll be in touch. Absolutely, you too. Be in touch, brother. Later. Later.